The Dallas Stars closed out their six-game road trip on Saturday night with a dramatic 6-5 overtime win over the Calgary Flames. And Jason Robertson made history. He is now the only Dallas Star to have 40 goals in back-to-back seasons. We'll talk about the Stars' win and what Jason Robertson's record means on today's episode of Locked On Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Bing bong. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey, coming to you on this Monday, March 20th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by and making the Locked On Stars podcast your first listen of the day. If you're new to the show, be sure to hit that subscribe button on YouTube or the follow button on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. You can also find and follow us on social media. Just search Locked On Stars on Instagram and Twitter. And my personal Twitter account, of course, at Dane double underscore Lewis. And another crazy Saturday night game against a Pacific Division team for the Dallas Stars. Uh, We have an overtime win. Uh, Really, all of these games, come to think of it, Vegas overtime win, Seattle overtime win last week. And then most recently, two nights ago, uh, the Calgary Flames, uh, the Dallas Stars, in the final seconds, uh, a little bit of sweet revenge in some ways, in multiple ways, uh, a last-second, you know, seconds draining off the clock win. You know, the Stars lose to the Flames at home off that Tyler Toffoli goal in the final seconds, and then also uh, the Stars getting a win at the Saddle Dome, where the last time they played there, they lost in Game 7 of the Stanley Cup playoffs round one, but the monkey is now off their back. The Stars have beaten the Calgary Flames for the first time, since the conclusion of that series. And as great of a story as that is, as important of a win as that is, the biggest storyline from this game is Jason Robertson. Jason Robertson made history on Saturday night. He is now the only Dallas star to score 40 goals in back-to-back seasons. The only other Dallas Stars players to have scored 40 goals, Mike Madonna, Jamie Benn, Tyler Sagan. We all know this. But none of those guys, as great as they are and as great as they were for Mike Madonna, had ever done it multiple times. Mike Madonna, of course, is, has the, reached the 50-goal mark, which Jason Robertson is still in pursuit of and has some time to do it. It's going to be easier said than done, but certainly is possible. But Jason Robertson, special, special player, special season for number 21. I mean, Last year, he gets to 41 goals in his sophomore campaign, and we say, okay, what what can he do next? Uh, Is this going to be something that, you know, he's peaking early and teams are going to figure him out? And the answer has been no. He's gotten better. He plays the game just so differently, and it's hard to put into words or explain, but he just makes it look so easy. And I know you hear it time and time again from multiple people, but at the end of the day, It's not easy to score goals in the National Hockey League. We see so many talented athletes just not be able to find ways to score. And yet Jason Robertson makes it look like just about anybody could do it. But that's the thing is not everybody can, but he does it and he does it with ease. And not only was Robo scoring on Saturday night, he was doing it in the clutch for his team. He, of course, scores his first of the night 
shortly after the Calgary Flames scored their fourth goal of the game, taking the lead, Nick Ritchie, and then uh, less about a minute or so after the game, a little over a minute, Jason Robertson scores the equalizer to tie the game before the conclusion of the second period. And then, of course, his second goal of the night, his 41st of the season, the overtime game winner. A dramatic back-and-forth OT with good looks for both teams. And then Jason Robertson and Rope Hints racing down the ice. And instead of passing it, Robo holds on, drags around, uh, and delivers a nice backhanded goal past Jacob Markstrom for the win, giving the Stars two points and giving them somewhat of a cushion in the race for the Central Division. The Wild and the Colorado Avalanche right on their heels. And it's going to be easier said than done to defend that title. But if Jason Robertson's going to be playing like this, you have to like the Stars' chances. Robo is now six points away from breaking Mike Madonna's record for the most points in a single season by a Dallas Star. Uh, and of course, if he wants to break the record for goal scored in a season by a Dallas Star, he will need to score 10 more, nine more if he wants to tie the record at 50, which would be very, very impressive, but 10 more if he wants to be the record holder in the organization for probably quite some time, uh, which would be in insane to see. I just don't know. And of course, some of you have been around and watched Stars Hockey much longer than me. I was born in December 1998, so I was give or take six months old when the Stars won their Stanley Cup back in 1999. Really w was not old enough to comprehend or watch or take in Mike Madonna's best years with the Dallas Stars. But I, I just from what I've heard growing up and when I started following the team, when I started watching the team, it was kind of my understanding that Mike Madonna, the, the greatest player in franchise history, and we didn't really know if we'd ever see another player reach the heights that he reached, at least statistically. And here we are watching uh, this, this kid in his third season and, and a season where we didn't really know if he was going to be on the team at one point in the preseason contract negotiations really going up until the last possible second, it seemed. And there were questions of what his year might look like. Would he get off to a slow start? Would he be a member of the team? I mean, that these were questions we were asking ourselves back in August, back in, you know, September, back in, you know, even early October. And it's just crazy to see where we where we are at now and the kind of season that Jason Robertson has had. And we're slowly but surely seeing the development of a guy that has the potential, the potential, potential, potential. I'm not saying that it's for sure going to happen, but the potential to surpass Mike Madonna in Dallas as the potential, again, greatest Dallas star of all time. And I mean, this is just based on trajectory and what we've seen over the first three years of his career he's doing things that no other player has done with this organization since Madonna, you know stopped playing for the stars and all due respect to jamie ben who's having a fantastic season tyler sagan who's been one of the greatest forwards this team has seen in years both those guys incredible careers and some of the best players in organization history but jason robertson three years in is putting up insane numbers and scoring at an insane Great. And of course, a ton of credit goes to him as well as his line mates, Rope Hintz and Joe Pavelski. That entire top line absolutely buzzing on Saturday night. A nine point night for those guys. Three points each. Of course, Pavelski getting his 19th of the season to break the ice in the game. And then Rope Hintz picking up some helpers uh, along the way. And then, of course, Jason Robertson getting two goals and an assist. An incredible night for the top line. And a very memorable night, I imagine, for Jason Robertson as he has now scored 41 goals in back-to-back -back seasons with still about a month left on the schedule, give or take. So there's still plenty of time 
for Jason Robertson to rewrite even more of Dallas Stars history and shatter some records that many Stars fans never thought they'd see shattered. It's pretty incredible to see and such a fun time watching Jason Robertson this season. And I can't wait to see how all of this continues to go along. And I can't wait to see what he can do in the postseason because I feel like that was something we were really missing last year was Jason Robertson finding a way to translate his regular season scoring to the playoffs. But now he has that seven-game series under his belt. He's been to the Stanley Cup playoffs before. He knows what he needs to bring to the table in order to have success there. And he's just getting warmed up here down the stretch, getting ready to hopefully lead his team to a deep run through the postseason. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll shift our attention to the blue line and show some love to another Dallas superstar who deserves some credit for the way he's been playing as of late. We'll shine the light on Miro Haskinen right after this. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at Athletic Greens and their product, AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water, and that's it. There's no need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I want to thank you again for making the Locked on Stars podcast your first listen of the day. Talking about Saturday night's overtime win, the Stars down the Calgary Flames 6-5 to in their final meeting of the season. A huge two points for the Stars as they look to continue to stay on top of the Central Division standings. Jason Robertson doing his part uh, in rewriting Dallas Stars history, his second consecutive season scoring 40-plus goals. But another guy who deserves a ton of credit for his play as of late is defenseman Miro Haskinen, another guy having a career year on the ice for the Dallas Stars, and he's been on fire as of late. He is now riding a 10-game point streak. He's one assist away from his first 50-assist season and two goals away uh, from tying his career high in goals in 12, which he scored in his first year with the Dallas Stars. And Saturday in Calgary, yet another Excellent outing from Miro Haskinen, who picked up two assists, uh, three shots on goal, a hit, two block shots, and 28 minutes and one second of time on ice. Three minutes and 58 seconds on the power play time on ice as well. Miro Haskinen uh, pretty much setting a, a you know new career high across the board and just about everything but goals up to this point. But again, there's still plenty of time for him uh, to pick up two or three more goals and set a new career high there. But assist, points, time on ice, power play points, uh, you name it, Miro Haskinen has risen to the occasion this season. He was expected to take that big step forward this season, and while things have certainly not been perfect all of the time, he's really catching fire at the right time. I know there were points this year where Haskinen would kind of go long stretches without points, and even though he's making good defensive plays, it just kind of felt like he was just kind of there, and 
you know, serving a purpose and certainly contributing to the team. But there's always been, you know, all season and really even in the preseason, as soon as John Klingberg for sure was gone and left for the Anaheim Ducks, there was that expectation of Haskinen needing to take over, Haskinen needing to be the guy for the Dallas Stars on the blue line. And there's stretches of the season where uh, I don't really want to say that he you doubted it, but it was just kind of up in the air of whether Haskinen was fully ready this year to take that step. But it might have taken a little bit of time for it to come to light, but it seems like all of those questions and doubts are starting to be swept away. And I don't think they're going to be coming back anytime soon. The doubts of his ability to lead the team and to lead the defensive core have seemingly been erased. As again, he has just been lights out down the stretch this season. On, and, and I would argue that he's on you know, the trajectory that Jason Robertson's on in terms of what he means and what he could potentially become for this organization, at least in terms of forwards and forward production. I feel like Nero is on that trajectory for defensemen, at least with how this season has gone and, and kind of what the expectation for him has been through the early stages of his career. But we're now kind of at a point where Haskinen's not really a young guy anymore. Of course, in actual age, Still, you know, relatively young at 23 years old, the same age as guys like Jason Robertson, Jake Ottinger. But I mean, he's been in the NHL for quite some time now. His rookie campaign, 2018, 2019, and he's, you know, been a very active member of this team, of the roster, really ever since then. So it's, you can't really say, oh, Miro Haskinen's a young guy still getting, you know, his, his feet under his belt. I mean, he has nearly 350 NHL games played. He, he's been around the block a time or two. And so he's kind of now transitioned into this role of the young up and coming player into fully taking on a leadership role. And I think this season has really, you know, expedited that journey for him because he's had to take over and he's had to be the guy on the blue line with the departure of longtime veteran John Klingberg. And, and I mean, again, I I'm, I'm don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but just based on what we've seen throughout the early stages of his career and especially this season, I think it's not too far-fetched to believe that we could be talking about Haskinen in the same breath as guys like Sergei Zuboff. And even I think John Klingberg certainly has put himself in the name, or at least in the discussion, of one of the best defensemen in franchise history. Uh, and I, you know, Darian Hatcher, another guy in that name, a former captain of the team, one of the better defensemen for uh, this team. And even if it was a little bit, he was better known for his defense. Uh, I mean, Haskinen can do a little bit of everything, it seems, for this team. and. Uh, he and Robertson both signed and going to be on this team for quite some time. Robo's extension, not quite the length that it probably should be. Uh, I know that next time he's due for a big contract, but he's probably going to be getting paid uh, a lot more money and for a lot longer period of time. But Haskinen, we know last year was the first year on his long eight, eight year, pretty much $8 million deal year two and things continuing uh, to look up for Miro Haskinen, who has just been nothing short of spectacular this season and just becoming a leader on the ice, but also in the locker room, the energy and the efficiency that he plays with is just unmatched. And he is so fun to watch night in and night out. And this is kind of the year where I think people outside of the Dallas Stars bubble are taking notice uh, of some of the players on this team. And they're finally starting to get some of that recognition that they deserve whether that's Robertson offensively, Haskinen defensively. I feel like people know who Jake Ottinger is at this point. And even other guys like Rope Hintz, who I think you could argue is maybe the most underrated player in this league. And it's just truly a treat to watch as Dallas Stars fans that we have so many great, talented players on this roster that still have the majority of their careers ahead of them. Amiro Haskinen 
right, just fits that billing just right. Just like Jason Robertson, two guys who were expected to take over and be leaders on the ice this season have done just that, but they're also showing that they can be leaders off the ice as well, which is very impressive for guys that, again, are only 23 years old, still by some measures young in this league, but just their experience that they've had in just a short window of time here, I think has just propelled their careers forward. And they're doing things that other guys their age around the league just aren't doing on and off the ice. But Miro Haskinen deserves a ton of credit as of late. I feel like I've just been talking about other players. I've been talking about Hints being on a heater, Robertson chasing history, chasing Mike Madano. And then here you have Miro Haskinen, who's just putting up multi-point games seemingly in consecutive nights, or at least just putting up a point a night. And whether it's scoring goals or setting up teammates, making those plays defensively, he is just all over the ice and seemingly always in the middle of big plays when the Stars need him most. Well, we're going to take one more quick break, but when we come back, we'll take a little bit of a bird's eye view of this Dallas Stars road trip. They're finally heading back to Texas, and they'll play their first game at the AAC in quite some time tomorrow night. We'll talk all about that right after this. Today's episode of Locked On Stars is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Are you looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories? Then you've got to try Built Bar. What makes Built Bars taste so good? Well, for starters, they're covered in 100% real chocolate, and they come in unbelievably delicious flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, coconut almond. And I'm not sure how Built does it, but their bars taste just like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy for you, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and a whopping 17 grams of protein. And now you don't have to wait around to get your own box for years. We've been saying to go to Built.com, order them on the website, and they'll be shipped to you. But now you can also find them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club, and you can pick up some of their delicious flavors like the ones I mentioned earlier. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream flavor. I've got a box of those sitting in my pantry right now. And it doesn't really matter how you get your hands on some Built Bars, whether it's at your grocery store or Built.com. You just need to make sure to get some today because they are absolutely delicious and they'll change your life. All right, everybody, we are closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, taking a step back to reflect uh, on the six-game road trip that the Stars just completed over the weekend. Uh, I imagine by the time this is coming out on Sunday evening, Monday morning, that the team is likely already back in Texas, home sweet home, after just a brutal long stretch on the road. And a trip that, that I think by all accounts is a successful trip. The Dallas Stars win four of the six games on this basically coast-to-coast trip. Things kicked off in Buffalo, and then the team headed out west for some games in the Pacific Northwest in Seattle, and they went across the border uh, for their last trips to Canada for the regular season. The Dallas Stars pick up 8 of 12 possible points, which I said at the start of the trip, I think that that was the minimum, that, that the acceptable minimum that you had to go above 500 on this trip, and things certainly were not always sunshine and rainbows for this team, but they found a way to do it. They found a way to go above 500 and pick up more than half of the available points, and they also picked up two overtime wins, which we haven't seen a ton of this season from the Stars, especially away from home, but uh, better late than never in terms of getting some wins uh, past regulation, which, again, the Stars have not been great at, but uh, it's very, very nice to watch the opposite result happen from what you're used to seeing those wins in Seattle and Calgary. Dramatic, uh, not necessarily good for my heart rate, blood pressure, but a win 
is a win. And the team is heading home after a very successful road trip, especially if you consider all of the factors that go into this trip. The time of year, this is really crunch time in the season. Tons of other teams fighting for the first place spot in the division, as well as the conference in general with the Kings and the Golden Knights duking things out for the top spot in the Pacific, but also scrapping and fighting for the top spot in the West. Of course, uh, the distance traveled again, I think, plays uh, some sort of effect with having to fly from the east to the west and then going across the border to Canada uh, and just, you know, then going from uh, British Columbia to Alberta. It's certainly not easy. And then, of course, you factor in some injuries to Tyler Sagan and Mason Marchment. Uh, and Sagan, I mean, he went down the first night of the trip in Buffalo, and then now Marchment is going to be out for three or four weeks with a knee injury. And then, of course, you look at the quality of opponents. Really good teams on this trip. We know that the Sabres might not make the playoffs this year, but they're one of the deadliest offenses in the league, but they also give up a lot, and the Stars put that on full display when they beat them 10-4. And then really every other team, I think you could sit, you could consider a playoff team. I think Seattle and Edmonton are both for sure going to be in the playoffs, and maybe Calgary can squeak their way in, and even if they end up not. I mean, they're a team that is fighting for a spot, and a team that the Stars know good and well has some phenomenal talent that, bested them twice in Dallas earlier this year. So you factor all of those things in, and then you look at the fact that the Stars won four of six games and picked up eight out of 12 points. That's a, that's a successful trip. Of course, you best case scenario, you win all six games, you go 12 for 12. Uh, but I don't even think a team like the Boston Bruins uh, could pull something like that off. I mean, that is very difficult to do, to win that many games consecutively on the road, two of those being back-to-back. The odds just seem too much. And so all things considered and the pressure that's on the Stars to defend uh, their top spot in the Central Division, I think they did a great job. And again, not always sunshine and rainbows. Things were not always perfect for this team, but they found a way to win games. And that is huge for them at this juncture in the season. The team should now possess a ton of confidence as they return home, knowing that they can go into any building on any night and face any team and be competitive. Even the losses on this trip, I mean, not really blowouts. That Vancouver game was kind of back and forth. The Edmonton game, I guess you could consider it a blowout, but uh, there were stretches where, I mean, not really till the end where it felt like Edmonton was running away with it and really until their empty net goal. I mean, th there wasn't really any confident shaking moments in my mind on this trip. I think had the Stars lost in OT in Calgary, maybe you argue that differently, but they didn't, uh, you know. The Stars found a way to win, and rather it's a confidence-shaking loss for the Flames, and I think it's a confidence-boosting win for Dallas, having picked up that win past regulation on Saturday night. And now they have to flip the script and take care of business at home, which they have not done super well this season, especially as of late. Just been very wishy-washy at home, and they've got some pretty decent opponents coming to town for the next three games at the American Airlines Center and the Seattle Kraken tomorrow night. The Pittsburgh Penguins on Thursday, and then the Vancouver Canucks on Saturday. So all of these wins, easier said than done, but I'm sure the team is going to be thrilled to be back at home, sleeping in their own beds, uh, practicing on their own ice, in their own locker room, getting to see their families, their friends, and I think that that's going to do wonders for them mentally, and then hopefully that carries over onto the ice, and hopefully we'll see the return of Tyler Sagan fairly soon. I know he's going to kind of be reevaluated probably today by the time you're hearing this on Monday at practice. I, I know he's been skating a little bit from what I understand, or at least moving. Uh, but of course, you with you know a leg cut, you don't want to rush him back out there and risk you know the stitches bursting or the cut reopening and things like that. You want to make sure that he is fully healed 
uh, before you put him back out on the ice in game situations. So hopefully we'll see him return soon. And we're hoping the best for Mason Marchman. I know it's a three to four week timeline for his return. And if he can somehow come back sooner, but also still be as healthy as possible, I think that'd be great for this team as well. Because the Stars, while they've done well and while they've made do, they certainly are missing the presence of both of those players. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Stars. Thank you again for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube. Follow us on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. You can also find and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Locked on Stars. And you can find me on Twitter as well at Dane double underscore Lewis. Uh, and we'll be back here tomorrow looking ahead to the game against the Seattle Kraken. The Stars and Kraken meeting for the first time in Dallas, but for the final time this season. Should be an exciting game with the team back in their home barn for the first time in quite a while. But I hope you guys enjoy your Monday and we'll see you back here tomorrow. <laughs>